Welcome to the Property Mindset Podcast, where we dive deep into the journeys of successful entrepreneurs in the real estate industry. Our guests share personal experiences and valuable insight, providing practical tips and tools for your own real estate journey. Whether you're an inspiring entrepreneur, a seasoned professional, or simply someone who loves real estate, this podcast is for you. So join us on an engaging and informative conversation with some of the brightest minds in the real estate industry. Hello and welcome back to the Property Mindset Podcast. Today I chat with Sky McLean, a Canadian entrepreneur who has built a successful business empire, Basecamp Resorts. She explains the concept behind Basecamp and what to expect when it comes right here to Fernie BC. So joining me today is Sky McLean. Sky is the founder and owner of Basecamp Resorts. And um, we're going to discuss with her how she has, uh, how she's got to where she is today and, um, and also uh, what we expect from base camps here in Fernie. So uh, good morning, Sky. Good morning, Phil. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. Thanks for being here. So I'm going to get straight into it. Um, what, 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 what gives you your drive? What, why, why, why base camp? How did you, how did it form? You know, what's your background? How did you become an entrepreneur? And um, yeah, yeah, just uh, give, give us give us the insight. Yeah, you bet. So um, I always wanted to be in real estate and I did an MBA in real estate development. And after that, I worked for a couple developers and I always felt that everybody that I worked for anyway was doing things, you know, in a way that I wouldn't do them. And so I had that entrepreneurial drive kind of festering in the background uh, while I was working at these various jobs, I bought a condo in Canmore because I was working in Calgary. I wanted to have a place that I lived in Canmore and the commute was reasonable and it happened to be zoned for, you know, long-term residential use or short-term rental. So I started renting it on Airbnb when I wasn't there and I was like, holy moly, this is a great side hustle. And um, long story short, the job situation in Calgary did not work out. And I said, you know what the hell with it? I want to build a hotel. This condo, short-term condo rental thing is amazing. And I want to put a brand to this form of travel. So as you know, you know, Airbnb was kicking off and it was doing really well and people wanted that home away from home experience. But the problem with Airbnb is you get Susie's Suite or Jack's Basement or whatever you're renting and it might be amazing or it might be total junk. And I wanted to put a brand to the home away from home experience so people would know they're getting high quality linens, comfortable beds, hot tubs on the roof, and all, all these very predictable experience amidst the built form of stacked townhomes. So one, two, and three bedroom suites and studios as well. Okay, so is that the essence of Basecamp? Is that what you've built from that idea? Yeah, so that's where we started was ground up construction, stacked townhomes as a brand. So Basecamp Resorts, that's what we're building. Simultaneously, we also acquire um, hotels and motels in the same areas where we're building and convert those to our other brands, which are Lamp House by Basecamp, Mountain House by Basecamp, and Northwinds by Basecamp. So we do have two um, hospitality strategies. One, like I said, is the ground up construction and the other is the conversion. Okay. So where would you say you get your passion for this business from? Um, I would say because I love traveling and I really want to offer 
um, other travelers experiences that I would enjoy. So like I said before, the beauty of, you know, the stacked townhouse model, especially in multiple bedrooms, like I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old. I don't want to stay in a hotel with two queen beds with a two-year-old and a four-year-old. Like you'd never have any personal time. With that kind of built form, you can put your kids to bed and still sit in the living room with your partner and have, you know, a nice glass of wine, watch a movie, you know, whatever your thing is, and, and still feel like you're on holiday. And then with our hotel conversions, it's just offering an experience that's different than, you know, the run of the mill hotel. So for me, it's really uh, the passion is really driven from creating experiences for other people that I think are enjoyable and that are missing in the market. Yeah, no, that's cool. I, I definitely hear. You. I mean, I've got I've got three girls, actually, uh, all teenage girls. So, yeah, I mean, we do a lot of traveling at the moment to sporting events every weekend. So, um yeah, the the uh, the concept, and we're always in hotels, but the concept of something what you're offering um, makes a lot of sense. Well, yeah, you'll have to try it because you can just you know jam the girls in their bedrooms <laughs> like they're being annoying and shut the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially three teenage girls. Yeah, <laughs> That's a handful. But yeah, right. Um, so we are excitedly, excitingly expecting base camp here in Fernie. Um, there's a lot of kind of. Uh, whisperings about when it's coming and what it's going to look like. So could you give us a bit more of an insight into Basecamp Fernie? Of course. Yeah, I would love to. So um, as you know, we have the site on the highway there and yeah. um, we are going to be, we were, we were hopeful to start construction this year, but it's looking more like April of 2024, um, which is later than we wanted to start, but just better in, in terms of timing with permits and lining up trades and all of that. It's going to be our stacked townhome model. We have 14 long-term rental units there um, because we are definitely uh, believers in providing accommodation for staff. And those are totally separate. Like it's a separate building from the hotel where we have 88 short-term rental units. Okay, interesting. So there's actually, I didn't realize that. So there's actually going to be long-term accommodation on that site. Correct. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's, we'll um, have um, our usual amenities, which are hot tubs and... Yep. Um, yeah, possibly a small pool that's still to be determined and then go from there. Okay, cool. And then, sorry, how many, um, how many units did you say, sorry, uh, just to recap on the, uh, the base camp resort side of things? There's a total of 88 units. Okay, cool. Awesome. All right. Well, that's exciting news. Um, yeah. you know, I've uh, talked to a lot of people about, uh, this and, uh, like I said, yeah, there's definitely some excitement. So, uh, that's a great update. Thanks very much. Um, so, like being an entrepreneur like yourself and being a woman as well, um, what what is um, what would you say your proudest achievement is? I mean, how, how long now has Basecamp been going? We opened our first hotel in um, on August first of twenty seventeen, wow. and we started construction for that in twenty sixteen. So twenty sixteen would be like our you know, inception. And then we opened in, in 2017. And I think the, the proudest moment in terms of if you were to, you know, draw in being female and, you know, it is a male dominated industry, both real estate and hospitality. And it's been like that forever. And I'm hoping we can change that. Um, so it's just, you know, not listening to all my proudest thing is not listening to all the people saying, Oh, you idiot. You're so stupid. Go get a job. Like, why would you do this? This is crazy. This is so risky. What's wrong with you? Blah, 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 blah. You know, and I think it, even to this day, even though we have 10 operating hotels and eight more under various stages of development and construction, people still think 
you know, oh, who's this? And all these rumors and noise. And oh my gosh, like the biggest one is like, oh, Sky has parents who just cut her millions of dollars of checks. Well, no, I don't actually. Like, I wish I did. It would make my life a hell of a lot easier. No, I have to like hustle and go find money and go find partners and go find consultants and investors and, you know, motivated employees and everything required to run a business. It didn't just like come out of the clouds, right? Mm. So it's just, it's always hard. So I think they're, all of those moments combined. But I think in terms of, you know, the, the female factors that there's no difference, you know, whether you're a girl or boy, you can, or, or, or they, or, or whatever, anybody can do anything they set their mind to. It doesn't, it doesn't matter anymore, you know? Mm. Now that's awesome. That's very inspiring. Uh, you know, uh, myself having created companies here in Fernie, uh, I, it blows my mind when people turn around to me and say, oh, you're so lucky. <laughs> it's no. like, well, yeah, I mean, kind of make your own luck. But, um, yeah, it's uh, – I don't think people realize how um, – uh, what's a good word? Uh, you have to be very persevering to be, uh, you know, to, to, be in, to be in business, to, to not just uh, give up when uh, everything kind of uh, – starts going against you yeah no exactly and and there's so many moments in in time where you think oh my gosh what am I doing or oh my gosh is that person right and I am just kind of out to lunch or this is crazy or why are we doing this and then you know take a step back and be like no no this is the plan and this is what we want to do and this is what I dreamed of and then tell with that person yeah absolutely yeah no that's great okay so what 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 bit of advice would you give to aspiring uh, entrepreneurs, both both men and women? Yeah, I think at the end of the day, you kind of said it, Phil. It's just you just got to do it. You know, you put your head down, you come up with a good idea, and and one of the best pieces of advice I got is is reduce it to practice, which I did, you know, by having, actually, I ended up having two condos before I built the hotel um, in Canmore. So I, you know, I had a small version of the model. I tested it out. Um, you know, one of our investors, now a biggest investor, also had a couple of these condos. He was testing it out. Like we we tested the waters before building a hotel, right? So we right. we did that like for lack of better examples, pilot program, right? And it worked. And then it was like, okay, great, we know this works, let's scale it. And right. so um, you know, there's no need to go straight for the home run. It's okay to have like a, a few little <laughs> darts around the bases before. And so that yeah. was one piece of advice now that's interesting as well because a lot of people just kind of um you know maybe tuning in or hearing you for the first time think oh my god look at this you know person she's doing so well you know oh she's so lucky but people don't realize that there's so many little baby steps before people get to the big idea or the big like Mm -hmm. successful concept and uh yeah and that always fascinates me actually what 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 it took to actually get to where you are so you know um yeah that's interesting any any other little uh snippets like that 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 have helped you kind of be successful that you maybe I not realize a true entrepreneur and the ones i know including myself like they're they're misfits right like we don't really fit into <laughs> yeah. a job we don't fit in we want to do things our way People don't always like us. Like it's just a it's a it's a situation where there's always a sense of like, oh man, I think I could do this better, or what is this company thinking, or this boss sucks, or whatever it is, you know. So if you go mm-hmm. out there as an entrepreneur at heart and you try something and it doesn't work, it doesn't mean 
can't try again with something else. Like for example, before this whole business, I had this great idea that I was going to make custom Gore-Tex ski clothing. And so I <laughs> learned so, and I started, I kid you not, making all these like one piece, which are now quite popular, I must say, and I would have probably been okay at it, one piece <laughs> Gore-Tex ski outfits, which I have a few of. Right. Um, and it was a great idea and people wanted it and the demand were there, was there and it was so funky and the colors were cool. But it was like, oh, my gosh, this is not going to work. I've got to go find, you know, a supplier or a Gore-Tex maker and who knows where in the world and do this whole thing. And I just it just didn't feel right. There was no like all the indications were there that it was going to be successful. I had orders of the yin yang. I was very well received by the community. I was super jazzed about it. But there was just this like, I don't think this is the one. Right. And so I shut it all down, like probably spent a lot of money on Gore-Tex and zippers that I will never get back that are still in my possession. So, <laughs> um, you know, I'm hoping I can find some young aspiring ski clothing person that wants all this stuff. Um, and, and I, and I sat around until I came up with another idea. Right. But I knew I was always going to do something. So the point of that ramble is that it's okay to like, you know, for lack of better words, fail. And I wouldn't even call it a failure. I would just call it, oh, it didn't work. And I knew there was, you know, something different that I was meant to do, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think failure is a big part of, uh, you know, being a successful entrepreneur, business person. I think if you don't fail, then you're not going to be successful because, yeah, and it's it's part of it. It's just uh, sometimes you lose money, sometimes you don't, sometimes, but it just, it gets you, it gets you to the big successful thing in the end. Yeah, exactly. All right. One, one last question before I let you go. Um, what does the future hold? What excites you about the future? What is, uh, what, what will Basecamp Resorts be in uh, two, three, five years time? Well, obviously coming to Fernie is very yeah. But um, in addition to that, we're expanding in Revelstoke. We're expanding in Golden. Cool. Uh, we just opened in Banff, and now we're looking for new markets, very similar year-round tourism-type markets. And I'd like to expand into the States and, and really grow this business. So, you know, in the next couple of years, we have our, our path. We're building in Fernie, like I said, Golden, Revelstoke. Um, but we'd like to get into other areas in, in North America and really grow the brands. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, I know you're a busy, busy lady. So um, uh, thanks very much for your time today. And uh, we really look forward to having you here in Fernie. Well, thank you so much. I look forward to it as well. Awesome. Thanks, Guy. Okay, take care. Okay.